Hello and welcome to Switching on ESPNCreekInfo.com. This week I'm joined by Mark Butcher and George DeBell. It's great to have the Dream Team back together. Um, and we're coming from a new location uh, this week. What set the bar higher than that. It's a nightmare. <laughs> Imagine dreaming about this. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, we're recording from the Keir Oval this week, ahead of the one-day series uh, between England and Australia that starts in a couple of days' time. There's a fair amount for us to get through on, on this week's show, but we can't really start anywhere else but with what happened yesterday at the Grange in Edinburgh, and a famous day in Scotland's sporting history, victory by six runs in a thrilling run-filled one-day international. Um, if England had started with any thoughts of it being a warm-up for the series against Australia, they quickly vanished as Scotland's openers posted a century stand in double quick time, and the game developed into um, a, a bit of an all-time classic, really. Before we delve into a few of the debates that emerged from the game, but you were in Zimbabwe for the World Cup qualifiers, where Scotland were cruelly denied by the lack of DRS and then by the rain. Yeah. Um, Having seen them there, were you expecting to giving them the, um, a close game yesterday? Well, they um, they served notice that they, they had a couple of batsmen who can who can score big runs in, in those games. Callum McLeod made 150 against Afghanistan, swept uh, Rashid Khan to uh, to distraction. Not many um, No, in, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a run chase against them, um, Andrew Bell Burney I think made 100. That you know, Carl Kurtzer is more than capable of making runs. So that. That wasn't their strong suit, however, and with the bowling side of things, of Sharif um, in particular, they looked as though they had an attack that could worry a team on a, on a type of, on a club type pitch. The greatest thing about yesterday, I suppose, was, and the thing that I, I hadn't factored in watching them over there in Zimbabwe, was that you provide them with, a, with an absolute road and then come out and compete with the number one side in the world, or with, with any of the, of the top ten teams, in fact. On a flat one, on something that give that gave their bowlers absolutely nothing whatsoever. Um, so from that point of view, it was absolutely stunning. And I, and I suppose you know the, I, I saw those players. Um, I was with those players at the back end of that uh, that game against the West Indies, where you know there's no guarantee that they would have got up in that game, but to be denied in the way that they were was was heartbreaking and almost sort of peak Scotland, if you like. Um, and so you know that that result yesterday would have gone some way to assuaging that sort of pain, but. On the other hand, not being in the World Cup, there's just nothing to replace that. But one thing they, I guess what they've done is, is just made that decision look even, uh, even more cruel and, uh, and, and, I don't know, I don't have a better word for it really. Well, but I mean, I, 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 I was going to kind of move on to that. We haven't got time in the show to, to, to reignite the debate around a, a 10 team World Cup. No, they're, the, not, they're not going. The decision um, has been made. But, I mean, and I know you, Perhaps weren't watching the game as closely as others, George. You were busy down at the Aegeus Bowl speaking to uh, Dale Stain, who we should say is on, on, on the back of your interview. Has been recalled to the uh, South African Test squad, so your power hold, 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 holds no sway <laughs> yeah. uh, there. But um, on, on, on a broader level, when teams like Scotland get these chances and are able to turn over a team like England, um, it does just make that point, doesn't it? About how at the moment we saw yesterday it was it was a day where Bangladesh women beat India women in the Asia Cup. You had West Indies winning a Test match, which even albeit against Sri Lanka, maybe that could class as a, as a surprise. You've got Scotland turning over England. Um, you've got associate teams competing more strongly than ever. Um, it does show that surely the game should be expansionist rather than shrinking itself in its main global event. Of course it does. It's really obvious. It's also a reminder that it's a really good game, isn't it? <laughs> there you go. Cricket's a good game, Claxon. <laughs> but isn't that nice to be reminded of that? So, yeah, I, I, I I'm a bit surprised that anyone was surprised... You know, because you don't have to have very long memory to remember England being beaten by the sides that, well, associate sides. You know, Ireland obviously in the World Cup. 
but they're a damn sight better side now than they were then. Yeah, Obviously. they are, but but it has happened sort of throughout their history. There have been moments. Uh, the Netherlands at Lords. Uh, the Netherlands in Ashley Giles' final game. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I think the difference this time was that England went in as the number one ranked side. They haven't done a lot wrong in one-day cricket over the last. And it was their perfect pitch. Two years. As well. yeah. Came onto the bat. They could play through the line. And I was just going to pick up your point, Butch, where you talked about um, Scotland's bowling that were there. I mean, in the game of 700 plus runs, it was actually their nerveless last four or five overs there where Moeen looked as though he was going to take England home at the end of the day and he would chase down this huge total but the left arm spinner wobbled beautifully and then that, that terrific Yorker to, to steal the game so, so that they really gormlessly yeah he found really? long on for with, the second yeah, time again, in a week we've had two games in a week, games, yeah. in a week. so during the week Moen made an amazing hundred. Actually, it was classic Moen, wasn't yeah. it? It was beautiful and infuriating within about 30 seconds of one another. <laughs> and, and, so, and, and that time he got away with it because Worcestershire went on to beat Warwickshire. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't learn. A few days later, when all he needed to do was nudge the ball around, nudge the ball around, he's 30-something now. He's played a lot of cricket. And, you and as ever, him. he played some of those dreamy shots. Yeah, yeah but you but could imagine. With that level of his seniority now comes a level of responsibility and you can't just say that's the way I play I was caught and log on or whatever it was it was really gorgeous there's a a wider point to all this a lot of people you know there's a big argument raging because of what Josh Butler did in the in the IPL opening the batting and um, you know subsequently being picked for the English side which is kind of side point but about you know oh anybody that seems to be very good at number six or seven finishing a game we need to get them up the order need to get them up the point of that is is that you need veins and, 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 and ice cold blood to see games home at number six and seven. It's Someone not an like easy place. Exactly. It's Lance not Kuzner. an easy place to bat because it's not just to go out going out there and hitting the ball through the gaps, hitting the ball over the boundary, hitting the ball through the field. It's being able to work out to assess what needs to be done to get your team over the and line. I mean, and, and, and the astonishing thing about yesterday was England had got a chase of 370 down to less than run a ball less than when Moeen played that it, shot. Well, but they, but that, that happened from about the 13th over. They were ahead I mean, of the England, they were miles ahead. Miles ahead, and whilst again, you know, whilst it's brilliant, and we and we love this sort of gung ho attitude. One bloke gets out, the next one comes in, and and carries on playing at, at exactly the same way. You kind of think to yourselves, and we've spoken about this before, throwing it forward to the World Cup. In a situation where games become one-off games and become knockout games, you have to be a bit more calculated than that. So perhaps it's, it's a good thing to happen for England. They've had a, had this wake-up call yeah. against a side that shouldn't have beat shouldn't have beaten them on that surface ever. Sorry, I don't care whether the Wokes and Stokes are missing or not. Scotland should not beat England on a small ground on a pitch like that ever, right? Given the given the, the relative resources and the positions of the two sides. But it, it's, However, it's a great little wake-up call for them, and it's a great result for cricket. Uh, to say yeah. that again, it will prod the ICC in the ribs once more and uh, remind them that they got this one wrong and that they keep putting short-term financial gain ahead of the long-term growth of the game. And- Am I right in thinking that you'll have known Callum McLeod a little bit during yeah, yeah, his d- yeah. d- d- days at Warwickshire? I yeah. mean, he doesn't have a county contract at, at, at the moment. I think he's played Hampshire seconds, he, hasn't he? he he's, he's gone through a process of having his action called and de- developed into he a very fine for Warwickshire as a bowler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, is he the type of player the county is now looking... If, if a place becomes vacant in a T20 blast squad in the next few weeks, is, is this the sort of show that can make a player like Callum McLeod yeah, it's not a, one a off. viable option? Uh, I mean, he had, he's he, got four scores over 140 in one-day cricket. He had a spell at Durham as well. He didn't have a train crash there by any means. He's a little bit like Kevin O'Brien in that he can look, uh, he can look not great. But I think he's probably a bit of a flat pitch player. I think he has the most ducks. I mean, I was reading in Peter Del Penner's piece last night, he has the most ducks for 
um, Scotland in, in ODI cricket, but uh, Grant Bradburn backs match winning quality and, and, and the good from Callum McLeod is what we saw yesterday and yeah. did they want to bank on that? Yeah, and I think with that sort of player who you're asking to go out and be hugely positive, they're going to fail sometimes, aren't they? Probably more often than not. Sounds like Trevor Bayless. Um, though, well, it, well, that's the modern <laughs> way of uh, ODI cricket. So if he comes up against, mm-hmm. I don't know, a good attack on the pitch that undid England in the Champions Trophy, where actually they made some of the same mistakes in a way, they didn't learn, they didn't adapt, um, he, he might come unstuck. But yeah, I mean... I, I, I'm sure that he was a sandwich maker for a while as well so he's really been a bit of a journeyman I think he was a tennis player before he was a cricketer that's well, where that sort of two feet off the ground square cut thing well you can see the hand eye stuff yeah, yeah, though yeah, can't yeah. you yeah. <laughs> he, 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 fantastic wrists and, and huge power I mean it was a postage stamp sized ground but a lot of the sixes hit by both sides would have been sixes on somewhere like here at the Oval I don't uh, think as the well. sandwich stuff was very relevant was it well, I, can, <laughs> I was just I thinking it's, loud, it's good colour George it's, what, it's, what the, it's why we've got you back on the a show a wide spread <laughs> of experience oh, how many people go good. on nice. very good mm, very that's good. why you get there um, big jobs the big jobs for small bucks. Um, <laughs> England will take some stick for this defeat. Everyone loves to see a big side knocked down by a by a, uh, a perceived um, smaller um, opponent. And while it's certainly not the result Owen Morgan would have wanted, a result Owen Morgan would certainly want to avoid going to the Australia series. I don't. It doesn't signal a crisis yet or anything like that. In, no. Do, do, should we? Oh, no. I'll leave that. I'll leave that. <laughs> Just can't get the staff these days. That was, that was Butch's mic more. flying out of his pocket, by the way, folks. This professional broadcaster who we uh, employ. Um, it's all right. He, he won't be with us much longer. Um, oh, Lord. Lime's quite well. <laughs> um, it's but, just been a long week. So, yeah, I mean... Broke that to you gently, didn't I? Didn't as much as England would have wanted this result, I don't think we need to go down the... the Crisis route, yeah. Bayless out. No. out. no, no, we don't need to rekindle no, that actually, one. Actually, I, I spoke to Owen quite a lot last week because he was doing loads of media things. And he actually said, I hope we have some setbacks, words to that effect, before the World Cup because that's how you learn. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he would in any way have been complacent, yeah. Partly just his associate background, and partly he said something last week about Scotland, a professional side. I, I hate the term banana skin because it's sort of disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. Now, sometimes what he says can be interpreted. Uh, particularly if you just read it, it sounds quite clumsy, even a little bit crass. He, he said something last week about the way England play, the humility with which England play, is an example to the teams of the rest of the world. And I, and I was there, and I know what he meant. He meant, actually, the way that England crowds react, clapping both sides and that sort of thing. He really likes, and he prefers that to the Australian abuse when a basketball walks out. That's, that's what he meant. And it just came out a bit clumsy. You know uh, something? You're going you're gonna to be uh, in very high demand as an interpreter when Justin Langer starts giving press conferences, if that's the sort of uh, spin you can put on something like that. No, I think you genuinely, though, you've got to be so careful with people saying things. Yeah. Uh, and if you're not there, you just get the quotes on a bit of paper and you read them and you think, what is he saying? And I thought it was a bit like that at the end of the game yesterday. Yeah. He, he yeah. wasn't maybe quite as generous spirited. He said something that he was being genuine but it could have been spun yeah. another way if he'd wanted it um, to do that but just to kind of just to I mean Butch has touched on the absence of look if England win the World Cup yeah. no one remembers England losing to Scotland well they will in Scotland and that's a great thing but you know what I mean yeah, it will course, just be a course. stepping stone in England's progress yeah. 
and hopefully, from their perspective anyway, it gives them a great big boot up the bum. Mm. Uh, and uh, if there was any complacency there, I don't particularly feel there was. But hopefully there'll be some learning experience and Moen can reflect, for example. Look, the, the, having, having played in, in sort of games where you're, where you're in the side that's expected to win, like Nat West ties back in the day where Staffordshire would come to the Oval and play. Oh, I no, think. the one at Stone. I, don't, I didn't play on that. Was it when, when Ireland, I think Surrey lost to Ireland and that was, right. or in a, something like that. Right. In a, Staffordshire very almost beat you. Oh, okay. But so, so, but anyway, so the, 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 the two sides come to it in completely different ways. One, one, one of them, it's a World Cup final. They're massively up for it. It's great. And the other side, no matter how much you think to yourselves, we need to be very professional here, go out there, get the job done, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wouldn't it be embarrassing if we lost type thing? There is still, you kind of go into it maybe 70% of what you would be if it was, if it was against a different team. It's very difficult very very difficult to kind of not be like that you don't have the same charge the same you know the same emotions around it as you would do for another game and that's just kind of human nature so that can happen you can get caught out a little bit at points during the day however once the the opposition scored 371 once you know you're 100% in a contest once you've got yourself a long way in front in that contest then none of those things apply anymore and you should be able to then go we need to be the most professional side in the world. We need the adrenaline to be pumping. We need to do this job properly. Especially when you get ahead of the game. And right, exactly. That's, that's my point. Yeah. That's my yeah. point. So, so the, those excuses kind of fade away once you know that you're in a game in the way that they were. A um, couple of red flags, I think, for England. One, left arm spin, again, kind of causing people that, that sort of angle, tight, tightening players up. Johnny Best, I think, played it really, really well. Jason Roy fell to it Jason again. Jason Roy fell to yeah. it again, yeah. and, and he kind of jammed things up in the middle for England. I think yeah. he ended up going at sixes or something, yeah, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Or, or just under or just fives. Under, yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. over fives. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and again, that just sort of like that unwillingness for somebody to take the responsibility to, to see off a run chase. Um, you know, bowling attacks go around the park from time to time. It happens. England do it to people on a regular basis. Um, Don't think it was a great game for Willie or Billings, though. No, no. But they're both on the outside, aren't they? Well, they, 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 go, they probably are even more than they were. They're the more vulnerable yeah. ones in this, what we perceive a very settled 15 going into next year's yeah. World yeah. Cup. Those are the, perhaps the two you'd go are fighting to, to stay in that 15 or... They'd keep, love keep, a left keep, armor, but well, he's not going to swing it. That's what keeps David Willian around the team, essentially, yeah. at the moment, well, isn't well, it, really? Sam, Sam Curran probably comes in and um, comes in as Could Reece Topley still... Well, I was going to... I mean, it's, it's a bit a hell of a story, that, wouldn't it, mm. if he gets back in the mix in time for... Uh, no, he's just been named in the Lions squad, but it was uh, be a heck of a story if he came back in. But, I mean, in New Zealand, Chris Wokes was outstanding at the beginning and the end of the innings. Ben Stokes clearly adds... Uh, a myriad. Br- brilliant balance <laughs> to the team... Losing those two... Um, Again, can I just, yeah. just interrupt? Yeah, yeah. Two years in a row, well, the main point being, both seamers who went to the IPL and played in a test are injured. Yeah. Now, is that a coincidence? I don't think it is. I'm not blaming the IPL. I'm saying that you have to give them more cricket when they come back because there's a big difference between bowling four overs a game and then suddenly bowling in a test match. And I think the injury to Wokesy is a quad... And the injury to Stokes is a hamstring. You could argue they're conditioning issues, couldn't you? Yeah. So uh, they've got to learn the lesson because I think that's <laughs> happened two years in a row with Wokes. And the danger is now the World Cup is coming straight off the back. It's of coming on the, the back, IPL. right? And, and Wokes, he was injured, of course, in that Bangladesh game ahead of the Champions Trophy. Massive loss. Uh, they've got to learn the lessons. It doesn't mean they can't go. It means that they've got to be conditioned better. Honestly, I think the IPL, for all it, the players when they're there, I'm not saying it's up. But, you know, they do enjoy it. And I don't think they have the conditioning 
or they, I think they take their eye off the ball just a little bit and they've got to play at least a championship game, I think, before they go back into the test side. Just in terms of the, of the skills England on, on a broader level miss with Wokes and, and Stokes perhaps to a slightly less degree, I mean, it, there is again... Oh, Oh yeah, I'm talking about in the, yeah. in, in the bowling here. Yeah. I mean, Butler's a given. He he's, he's he's a wonderful player and leaves the hole when he's not in that, there in that middle order. But um, that ability to to bowl Yorkers, Stokes and Wokes are England's two best. Would Look you the say that? Look at what a producer here. <laughs> Hold him. Who's thinking? Bloody oh, yeah, well, maybe this wasn't such a great idea after all. That's what his face is saying. <laughs> it's like they're trying to make. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Um, I mean, Wokes and Stokes. Are, you say England's two best exponents of the Yorker? Oh. Um, well, well, I think himself to, to, to beat. Well, thinking Stokes in the final of the World T20 <laughs> didn't, you know, absolutely look that way. Yeah, I mean, Wokes is England's highest ranked ODI bowler right now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, and, and he is a loss, and actually I think he's a big loss at number eight as well, because he's shown several times, hasn't he, the calm head to marshal a chase. Um... So yeah, it's a terrific loss. I don't want to, in a way, don't want to say that because I, I think Scotland deserve a hell of a lot oh, of credit. I mean, the thing it, it we're not talking about, shouldn't be talking about them as a, as, because all things being well, with them being fit, they'll be in England's World Cup squad. It's not. But it does remind us, doesn't it, but that I actually we thought they had depth. Yeah, do I they have the depth? I think that's well, Mark, Mark, Wood, Mark Wood is kind of is slightly disappointing, I suppose, in that he wasn't able to sort of generate. Scary-ish pace against batsmen who are perhaps not as used to it as, as they might be elsewhere around the world. And I think his strength that, is coming on mid-innings. Personally, I think he and Plunkett. Yeah, that, when, the, when the field's back and able to bowl a bouncer and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah, of yeah. course. If we just move on to the the batting a little bit, we've we've touched on it largely. Um, I mean, Bester was magnificent. He's in the form of his life in, in one-day cricket, three hundreds. Without it, keeping wicket. Yeah, Oh, oh. While, he's, while he's not got the gloves Should we on. go down that rabbit hole again? I don't know. Should, just, should just, I'm just slightly <laughs> baffled by this. Apparently, apparently, in county cricket, I mean, a <laughs> really good keeper. Apparently, he's not. He couldn't do that in a test. If you took gloves off him, he'd just suddenly not be able to bat anymore. He keeps scoring hundreds. He's averaging well, what, What's he averaging? No, in I, test I, I, I'm, I'm a convert <laughs> to that idea. What's he averaging in Test cricket in the last year? About uh, 37? Yeah, mid-30s, isn't it? Something right, like that, for a yeah. man of that talent... Yeah. He should be averaging 50. He should, he should, he should be averaging right. 50. Right. He should average 50, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So th- th- yeah. there is something to think about there. I, I think it it's amazing how we've turned this back to the day about the hard <laughs> to take the gloves off Johnny Bester. Well, I, well, it's, well, because it's he's improved so much. It's not what's best for him. I'm not for, saying for I wouldn't do it, because I've, I've always said yeah. I wouldn't have picked him as a keeper for years, haven't I? But actually, he has improved out of all recognition. But what do England need? What do England desperately need? Runs. Yeah. Right. In the one day, if we just bring it back to the one day batting lineup, out of that top order England played yesterday, does Alex Hales remain the most vulnerable there? Um, I mean, he, he made a 50. Well, he's the one who, get, who would have not played had Stokes been available, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, and I, I, I get the impression he, he's not enamoured himself to everybody. It wasn't great to run out Joe Root. I mean, I, I don't know if either of you saw that. That was a pretty average piece of calling. His fielding's not great. He's, he's probably England's weakest, weakest fielder amongst. Um, amongst Possibly the whole squad, I would, I would say possibly. So, I mean, pretty much sure he'll be in the in the World Cup squad, but oh, he's sure he, he will, yeah. he's vulnerable, isn't he? Because England have such a, a plethora. Of, yeah, but I do think that's a champagne headache. That, oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, have a yeah. player like that on the periphery, wow! 
Yes. Uh, and, and, you know, you've got to have some depth. But, yeah, he's but the one But does he need to be careful as well? I well, mean, he does, as, but Roy is not maybe scoring the runs he would like. Yeah. But I think they love the selfless way that Roy plays. Yeah. Roy is a bit more explosive, actually, than Alex Hales. So mm. Alex Hales does pace his innings more than he yes. perhaps did when he first came into the side. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's a very yeah, good player. And it's more difficult for him to do that at number three, actually. It is, yeah. But he wouldn't have been no, three. Yeah. He wouldn't have been three. Yeah. But I'm saying, but if he, at the moment, if he plays, he's batting at three. And it looks it, it looks worse at three to, to come in and, and, and play yourself in for 20 balls than it does yeah. if you're opening. And, of course, That's Moen wanted to be in the top three as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually has quite a good record up there. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's the best place to bat. But you can't, of course it is, you can't yeah. drop Johnny now, isn't it? He's absolutely no, nailed it now. He is number one makes a success of anything he's given which suggests if he was able to take off him he'd make a success of that role that's a really as well. harsh way to look at it isn't it he makes a success of anything he's given so he'll take away something he's made a success of well as in I mean any position he's given for the team he, yeah, yeah. he, he make, makes the uh, best who, of it who knows how it would yeah. affect him you know who knows how disappointed he might be I, I'm not saying it's wrong I, I, eventually you get over it very rare <laughs> to have a player as good as Ben Folks uncapped I mean he, he, he's a special but, player but but Joss is now now in the Joss is in the side, right? And most of us would would admit. Well, I, I certainly think he's just too damn good, too damn talented not to be in all of England squads. He's now batted, played twice, batting at number seven, made a couple of fifties where nobody else could score a run. They've they've taken that punt. My feeling is is they've taken that punt, and eventually, with a with a view to eventually letting giving him the gloves and taking them off Johnny, he scored the runs that keep him in the side as a specialist number seven, the most. Well, Dipsy thing that I've ever heard, but he's in, and eventually that's the way it goes. I mean, great, but he has no, 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 but he's back. But you can't be. He's back you yeah. cannot stay in the start. You cannot stay in a Test match team as a specialist number seven. I'm sorry, well, no one's no one's really ever done it, have they? Derek Randall for a bit. You know what I mean? It's yeah, very it's unusual, nonsense. isn't it? It's yeah. a nonsense. The stats of all the Randers are keepers in that position. Yeah, yeah. nearly all. And, 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 the, and, the team, and the balance of the team needs and the balance of the team needs that to be an all rounder, not to be a, a batsman. Okay, and Stuart side. Broad keeps saying that he's the unluckiest bowler in the world, and he's clearly had a lot of chances missed off him. Moen's had more. Moen has had more chances missed off him in the last tally, George, three or yeah. four years. Well, yes, of course, and uh, that is largely because the keepers haven't been able to keep them. So Butler's not the answer to improving. But that's not an area that we're kind of, that, that's costing England the huge amounts of, of problems at the moment. The area is the top five or six scoring enough runs. Well, it's also that's the, the lack problem. of spin. It's also the lack of pace. Of course, they've got a lot of problems. Back to the one-day series that starts this week. Let's just talk about Australia um, for a little bit, uh, just in case anyone forgets. They're coming back. They're, this will be their first international since they um, left uh, left Africa. Indeed, they're currently having a net. Behind us, do you really think we're going to see a different Australia on this tour? No. Oh, sorry. A nice Australia. Uh, It's one of those things where you know zookeepers suddenly sometimes stroke a tiger and sort of bites their arm up. No, they're not going to change that much. Do you think they're struggling to work out what they want to be at the moment? I I don't think it's Honestly, behind closed doors, I don't think it matters one jot. They just want to, they want to play and win, um, which is going to be difficult for them given the, the depletion of their of their side and their squad in this one day series. But I mean, Justin Lang has, has, has laid it out already. He says, "What was his quote the other day? Sledging is one of the fun parts of the game." So, Sledge is his daughter playing. Yeah, I mean, game I'm not it. sure it's the team that's the problem. I thought the culture much more widely, the media, the crowds in Australia, yeah. they're all part of it. So, no, that's not going to change. By the way, one thing it does show, this squad, there's so much more depth in Australian cricket than English cricket. I mean, people are, are, are some fantastic players in this Australian squad. Um, 
And that's a bit of a reminder. When English cricket has dips, they, they, they go really deep and really long. Australia only well, has little dips. This, this will emerge for Australia, no, do we? Don't. I mean, we their one-day team is in a bit of a, a longer dip at the moment, even before everyone got injured or... or and they or, might find some new yeah. players and they might yeah. have extra competition for places. But, I think, you know, they've still got people like Glenn Maxwell. I know he's out of form, but what a player. Well, I mean, I, 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 it's great you mentioned. I was going to talk about, I was going to mention Glenn Maxwell next, and he's fell twice in the two warm-ups, but he's... He's one of the players that provides something a bit different to what can look quite a one-paced batting order at the moment. They actually, they, they really need Maxwell to, to come good, don't they, in this new era of Australian side? Or? Finch, yeah, and, and, yeah. and maybe, maybe given that he's going to have to um, be one of the senior guys in the, in the side and he's not playing sort of second fiddle to Smith and Warner, that might actually be the making of him. You see that happen with a, with a lot of players over the years who kind of feel that their role is maybe not quite as important to the team as, as some other players. They get elevated to a position whereby the team is now relying on them, and it's not about just playing for themselves or keeping themselves in the team. And they come out of themselves with with stellar performances. That may or may not happen with Glenn Massey. He's certainly talented enough to make that happen. I mean, he's an extraordinary ball striker, um, brilliant fielder. Is able to change a game with his offspin, which is kind of underrated. Mm, so, agree. yeah, I mean, why not? I, I would love them to change. By the way, just go back to that original yeah. question. I still think that the um, McCullumization of cricket. Yeah, for want of a better word, showed that you can play brilliant, attractive, hard, fun, uh, successful cricket without being a dick. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I think it changed England because I thought England were quite an unattractive side during the summer of 2014 in particular, and they were trying to ape what Australia did. Uh, and uh, McCullum showed them in the World Cup where he was just incredible in everything he did. Well, least of all his batting, actually, mm. but his, in the field. His, his leadership was incredible, and it clearly had a profound impression on Owen Morgan. And uh, I think England are a better, nicer side. That, I tell you what, they're much better to report on because you don't dislike oh, them. No, but you see them at very close quarters. And sometimes um, they're a lot easier to defend right now. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the fact that this is, is still such a talking point, the fact that Langer spends so much time talking about this, the culture and how they're going to behave and all this kind of stuff, kind of tells you a little bit that... that they're quite happy for the emphasis to be on anything but the sort of cricket they're playing at the moment, which in one day stuff is not great. I mean, I, I was going to ask. I do I think mean, there's an issue there with them. I think they. Sorry, to, no, 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 um, no. I wonder how important it is for them to attract a new generation, and I wonder if they were beginning to turn off their own supporters. Oh, but that been that been the case. That had been the case when back when when the Grand Co were playing that people people did not like the Australian cricket team, and that's going back to when I was still playing. Because no, they were proud of there it. There were a lot of people, a lot of Australians that I spoke to that just didn't have any time for them. What's arrogant, um, you know, completely sort of self-absorbed, all that. All of those adjectives and, and the descriptions were being used 15 years ago about them. It hasn't Maybe. really changed. Okay, that's they were just winning every game. They were just winning all the time. <laughs> yeah. so do you think, does Woody make everything all right? I, I, I'm not sure it does. I, I'm, I think not, I'm not defending it. I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that that's the way they've always been. Yeah. I mean, and, and clearly the reaction was a bit over the top as well to this last stuff. But, yeah, hugely. But maybe the game is fighting for popularity among many other sports and leisure pursuits. Uh, and actually it is important to, for the team to be likeable and for young people to be proud of that team. And I don't know, maybe that... I think that matters more in this country where cricket's obviously much more of a niche. But uh, I think maybe that matters in Australia as well. Do you... You were mentioning just before we came to, to record the show that it's, it's odd to have so much expectation around an England one-day side. Yeah. And obviously they, they came a cropper yesterday in Scotland. They, they presume they still start overwhelming favourites for this series. But could this Australian side 
turn them over quite realistically? Of course they could. We've, we've seen these things happen before. For a start, never write off an Australian side. I agree with you. England are favourites. And actually, I think they probably will win and they deserve a lot of respect for the improvements they've made. But that Australian side, so Finch, Maxwell, these guys, they, they can win a game uh, for Australia easily. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't underestimate what they can do at all. It's, I think it's more the bowlers they're going to miss, you know, more than Smith and Warner. Yeah. Yeah. That bowler, is, you know, start. how do you replace Mitch Stark, Stark and people? Yeah. Look, over a five-match series, England win. <sighs> on, a, on, a, on a one-off game. Who knows? Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. What would Scotland do to Australia? <laughs> well, that's the, con- that's, that's the context. The ICC do not want this mismatch. That's the context we all want to see right now. Let's just backtrack a couple of weeks now, because it is a while since we've had, a, as I said at the beginning, the dream team on the, on, on the show together. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I just hide the post. Let's just go... <laughs> Let's just go back briefly Please to... Please remember why we're not invited. <laughs> also trying to remember my script as well. Sorry. But, um, I didn't know you had one. Now people know it's scripted. We are dead. They thought I came up with these gems off the top of my head. But um, look, let's just go back briefly over England-Pakistan. It's a shame that uh, Andrew Miller isn't with us this week because he'd, he'd have loved to have said, I told you so. I suspect, Butch, I think you were on the same lines as well, uh, predicting a thumping win slash defeat for each side. And, 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 and that's just what happened. But... Um, George, was overall, was 1-1 a better result for Pakistan than England? Yeah, <coughs> particularly at that time of year. I thought England would win that series quite easily, actually. I thought it would be 2-0. Uh, obviously, Pakistan are on both sides, yeah. Uh, uh, anything could happen. But I-, I thought England would win that at that time of year. And I think Pakistan doing what they did again with so little experience in their side, out playing England in English conditions by playing English cricket. Fantastic. They deserve a lot of respect for that. They were awful at Leeds, mind. I mean, their second innings at Leeds was as bad test batting. It was museum quality bad. So, um, you know, I, I, they must be an incredibly frustrating team to coach at times. Yeah, well, both teams, both teams in, in early season conditions have got vulnerabilities for their batting, haven't they? Both of them are capable of, of bowling whiz bangers and bowling, bowling teams out with the bowling. So. But no surprise that the two teams batting first lost both test matches. You were very critical, Georgia, after Lords, as many were, and, and, and rightly so. Did anything that you saw of England that headingly really change your mind on any of the key issues? No. Well, there we go. We can move on from that topic. Well, wait, to well, did, did we suddenly yeah. defi- uh, find a brilliant spinner? I mean, I thought Dom, did, Dom Best did really well. He but batted I, well. <laughs> but I think he batted really nicely. <laughs> but I think he's a kid who's been asked to do an impossible job, just like Mason Crane was before him. Um, so I don't think he's had the chance to develop. I didn't see a fast bowler who was going to take pit, uh, wickets abroad. Uh, I didn't see um, a reliable, strong batting lineup. I saw one that was bailed out by Josh Butler at seven, who was dropped on four. Um, no, I thought the margins were very, very fine. And I honestly think Trevor Bayliss would have been sacked as England coach. And I don't even think that would have been right. That wouldn't have solved the problem. See, everyone, you know what I think already. If you get and I'm championship sure the cricket, as well. if you get championship cricket right, everything else will fall into place. Sorry, and we've but, been complacent about our championship cricket. Just, just worth saying though, and, and, and we touched on his name earlier in the show around the one-day team. Ed Smith deserves some credit for the Joss Butler recall at seven. We can debate how Joss is being used, but in terms of what he was brought in by Ed Smith to do, if that's an early tick for the new national selector yeah absolutely um, so yeah big tick big tick on that score but by, the, by exactly the same token um, I was bothered by the, uh, the the picking of Don Bess as well as well as he did because he was picked who do you pick on the strength he was, I would have picked Mo given yeah. that Jack Leach was, was 
unfit if you're picking somebody to be a at somebody who's going to bowl you one or two overs in early season conditions and bat which is essentially what Dunbest was picked because he made 95 the week that uh, England picked the squad. That's why he was picked in the side. I think then I would have gone. Then I would have picked Mo, right? So, so that baffled me. I was I was even more baffled by the uh, by the call up for Sam Curran. All of all of which kind of recovered before that yeah, test yeah, match. Yeah. I just didn't see how he was in any way, shape, or form cover for, for Ben Stokes. Um, well, no, but but that's that's kind of my point. Was that why did you pick a, another bowling all rounder when you've already got one in Chris Wokes in the side to replace a guy who is who is a batting? I all believe you enjoyed this debate top, with uh, Bob Willis, didn't you? Yeah, uh, who bats the in the top six? <laughs> now, listen. In the end, it all kind of came it all came out in the wash because England won the Test match. But I thought that as as much as there's there's credit in the bank for the for the Josh Butler pick on the strength of his IPL performances, I still just thought that the thinking was incredibly muddled elsewhere in that squad. Not least with the with the Johnny Bairstow at five and keeping wicket and just batting at seven and not thing. I'm, I'm not sure that Ed was completely responsible for for the just decision. I know that during the right at the end of the Ashes, um, talking to Trevor Bayliss and Paul Farbrace, and they said we want to get Josh Butler in. We no. just think he's fantastic. We want to find a way. And the he, other, he is. Uh, and the, the other thing they said was they were really impressed with Don Bess, the way he was in training sessions and stuff. His fielding, his attitude's got a bit about him, little fella, uh, and all that sort of stuff. I actually would have picked on Bess, obviously, Moen's biggest fan, mm. but I think Moen's game has slipped a wee bit and he needs some time in county cricket to improve it, uh, and maybe they needed to give him a bit of a, yeah. a kick in that direction. I mean, but, look, the, uh, but I don't think Dom is the answer. I think no. he's a terrific, which young, is, which exciting is kind of what, Which is what upset me about the pick, really. Not that there's nothing against Dom Bess at no, all. I mean, all of those, he ticks all of those boxes, you're absolutely right. But you've kind of, you know, you've made the hung your hat on a on a on an off spin bowler mm. who is is in the side as much for his batting with Mo for the last for, for three years. Mo finds falls out of favour with the side. We're struggling to find a spin bowler, a proper spin bowler in the team. They pick Jack Leach. Jack Leach would have played. Yeah. But then you replace him with another guy who is exactly the same in terms of role, but lacking in experience as Moe, um in Don Best. And for me, it kind of it just sends out the wrong signal. What it does not do is say, Amir Singh Verdi, 20 wickets in the first three matches of the championship, bloody good spin bowler, OK, it's got work to do fielding-wise and, and probably doesn't know how to hold a bat. But are we looking for somebody who's going to be the genuine article as a spin bowler, or are we not? I, or are we just going to carry on doing what we've been do doing for the last three years? Do you think he would have been a viable years? pick? Because potentially... I, I don't know. Is it as much a viable, a viable pick as Don Best as a spin bowler? Okay, because yeah. Don had already played for the Lions. Yeah, okay. So they'd had a look at him and he knew some of the people in the environment because sure. of that. And what they don't want to do is have a Kerrigan situation where you, you pick a guy, the experience scars well, him. I mean... Ke- I, I don't think that's I mean, quite the same as Kerrigan, no, but actually no, I've seen not. Kerrigan... I mean, he's got a bowling action for a start. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, history will probably remember that as being fair. Uh, I mean, you're, you're probably right, but I thought oh, I am was right. a terrific bowler. Not probably, definitely. Uh, uh, and it's very sad what's happened to him. Um, and, and they don't want that to happen to Verdi without knowing a bit more about his character and no, that sort of fine. stuff. Which because is, which is why, which is why I would have, I just simply would have picked Mo again. Yeah, I get that. It's a completely reasonable point of view. I just, I thought they, it was. Look, it's not particularly anyone's fault. The actual problem is, why on earth are we in a situation where you pick a 20-year-old who's only played three games away from Taunton for a test match? It is because of the dearth of spin bowling talent, and that's because of the championship. Without wanting to move away from that topic, is the, is the news about James Anderson taking a break a concern or a sensible precaution ahead of the India series? Both, can it? If that's the answer you want to give, Well, I think he said... <laughs> That the schedule for the India series was ridiculous. Five tests in 
Six. Four, was it four weeks? Five, five tests in six weeks. You couldn't play them in four weeks, no, could you? Make would, it really you had, they would literally have to start on the same day as yeah. they ended. Hey, don't give them ideas. D- I was going to say, don't, don't Do you know, in a couple of years. Imagine the money you could make. Well, that's exactly right. In a couple of years, they are playing eight tests against India. Sorry, ten tests against India in eight months. In 2021, isn't it? Can't wait for that. Oh, yeah, it's pathetic. No, I, I think it's entirely. Listen, Jimmy by now knows how to get himself ready for a test match series, and at 36, um, with all of those miles on the clock that he has, I, I think it's an entirely sensible thing. And yeah, but it's another little reminder that the clock is ticking, well, and we're but, very, but, very, but it doesn't matter. Does that's it? Inevitable, that doesn't matter. We're very one, near midnight One thing now. is, that's one thing is for sure that um, that without him and without Stuart Broad. Um, my old skipper was well, playing his Alex Ferguson mind games with apparently um, saying that they should be dropped before that the test match ahead of When those two blokes aren't bowling, we look very, very ordinary indeed. And that, I don't think there is, you can deny that on any level. Which is a worry. Yeah. And without. So, yes, I'd, li- I'd like him to be fit for India. Thank you. And without going back into a full Championship cricket debate, that's a warning, George. Yeah. Um, do, second <laughs> a second warning, and then yeah. you're out, and you're not coming back on the show that's again. <laughs> do, I mean, do, you, do you think we'll see changes for the India series? Because there is, without going back into a Championship debate, not a vast amount of it between now and the start of the Indy yeah, series right, for, so for people like Moeen to make them saying like Keita Jennings did really he got 29 didn't he I thought when, he did actually play quite nicely though when did that well given the amount of runs that have been scored in the so last he two averages years. 26 in first class cricket since he was dropped that's all Rory Burns he did he did when, score didn't he like two, 300s in the, in the lead up two, two championships yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay so that's really interesting to say that so he played 25 innings since he was dropped and 23 of them in a row, he hadn't reached 50. No. And he gets 200, so they pick him. Well, it's like... Okay. I, and I, 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 so I, I totally agree. That's the same I issue totally on the screen. I totally agree with that. Issue, I totally yeah. agree, agree with you there. Rory Burns scored another 100 yesterday. Dale Stone is... Dale Stain is, is um, Still not had a his, call, has he, from the selected? His calls. No. Rory, what's... Maybe four, they don't have his numbers. Four, four seasons on the trot now. He's scored 1,000 runs. He's, he's halfway towards doing it again this year. He's a run scorer, proven, etc., etc. You so, do, would you take notice of what Dale Stane said? Well, it, it, Dale Stane, yeah, sure. who probably... I mean, his statistics as a test bowler are phenomenal, aren't they? I mean, if, But his strike rate's pathetically good. Uh, and he's saying, I've bowled to a lot of people, Rory Burns, yeah, yeah, a bloody yeah. good player. Yeah. He looks like a test bowler. He did say how much he liked how he left the ball, and that's what... That, that, that was the key line, wasn't yeah. it, George? It's, it's not, not the shots, shots you, you play. He did well, look, almost look, quote me. It's all right, folks. George isn't coming back on the show again. One thing is for sure, that... Keaton Jennings haven't been picked will get a run of five, six, seven test matches that, there is no doubt as in they that. always do five, six or seven well, but that's it wasn't like that in your day was it? it was not no but, it, but thank goodness for that really I think no it's better now I agree yeah, yeah. but I you've um, got 29 and that's and all the, I'll and say the, again no, no, got, and in the meantime and in the meantime um, Rory will just have to keep scoring his runs and, and, uh, and letting people know that he's there Alistair Cook also needs to uh, equally Michael Vaughan's piece I, I very often disagree with Michael Vaughan I knew where he was coming from with that piece I knew what he meant uh, Mike, uh, he could have mentioned Alistair Cook too because Cook's not scoring enough runs mm. they, there are too many people doing just enough to keep their places rather than shaping games which is what you've got to do I think Rory Burns is a player who could make a difference. He got 17 and he looked very, very good. And looked as good a Nick as he has done for quite some time. Yeah. But it's sort of Devin Milan as well. You see, what you could do 
Uh, Milan, I think, is averaging 28 after 12 tests. Again, it's a bit mediocre, isn't it? And he's looked very he good at times. He hasn't built on the ashes, has he? But what you Milan? could do is you could um, you could drop him, and then you could have Burns potentially at three. Mm. Root could go back to four, which he clearly prefers. I, I would much rather have Joe at four. I mean, I've, I've, I've done a how many times I've said it. I've well, just... I'd like him to bat where he wants to bat. Well, I'm with you there too. So, so you could have another, which is you bat in at three a lot, didn't you? You bat in at three a lot. I love batting at three. I prefer batting at three, and I do love it. Was your innings at Leeds at three? I batted at three pretty much all of my test matches from Hello Mate. Um, from, the, from my recall in 2001. By the cameras, the lights, no, the microphones. It's just, just absolute natural. I mean, every, everybody has to be these effects days. number four. I suppose Let's we are do that next time. You're looking for everyone, you know, Squeaky door reality seven. TV means that everybody is happy around the cameras right now. I mean, you and I love Ireland. What about it? I, 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 you'd be surprised how little interest I have in that. Yeah, well, I have very little What myself, is it? More people it depends applied, on how much they're paying. More people applied to Love Island than applied to go... To Oxbridge. Oxbridge, but also yeah, but there are more people <laughs> applied to go on Love Island than are involved in All Stars cricket. Uh, what does that tell us? Oh my goodness! I really didn't believe we would get a mention of Love Island in this show, and I think that's a good time to bring the show to a conclusion. For this I don't know. Week. Maybe we should try and end we, on a high. We, we will be. Uh, I'm not sure we can go any more than the mention of Love Island. Really, we'll be, than that. we'll be back after the One Day series against Australia to see whether England have recovered from their defeat against Scotland or whether Australia have found some form in the one-day format. And we'll also look ahead to the arrival of India for their full tour. Until then, it's thanks to Butch and George, and thanks to you for listening to us, seeing the various distractions here on the ESPNKinfo.com.